This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Previously on an episode you've never heard before, back before the SS Black Crow crashed into an unnamed planet in another reality. Confused yet? Bah! I'm bored, Prentice. I mean, how long is this overhaul gonna take? Well, you know, Captain, it won't take as long as it takes. <laughs> At least that's what the mechanic said. What kind of answer is that, eh? It'll take as long as it takes. Utter balderdash. I mean, it's just typical. These mechanic types are all the same. They convince you that you need an overhaul of your systems, drag you into the spaceport garage, and then when you ask how long it'll be, all they can tell you is, hmm, it'll take as long as it takes, chum. Well, that's no answer at all. Oh, I agree, sir. Yes, but what can you do? They've got you over a barrel, haven't they? Have they? Over a barrel? What barrel? Oh, it's just an expression, sir. Now, what kind of expression is that, Prenty? Over a barrel. Expressions should make sense. Oh, what is it now? Sorry to interrupt, Captain, but I got some news. Well, it had better be good news, Jingo, because I'm in a particularly bad mood today, and I'm not to be trifled with. Sorry to say that it ain't good news, sir. The mechanic on duty informs me that we'll be here another two days. Two days? Why in the cosmos would we have to wait here another two days in this bot-forsaken space garage? Well, seems they have to order out for more parts. It'll take at least a day to get them delivered through Federation Express Delivery Service. Feds? They're the slowest space delivery service in the galaxy. It'll take twice as long as they estimate, always does. I mean, who would trust the Feds? Oh, not me. (laughs) That's for sure. What choice have we got but to wait, Captain? We need this overhaul in a bad way. They got us over a barrel, sir. There's that expression again. Has everyone heard of that one but me? Seems so, sir. What are we gonna do, Captain? Do? What choice have I got, as everyone keeps telling me I'm under a barrel? Um, over a barrel, sir. Bah, over, under, whichever way you turn, I have no choice but to take it up the backside. Robots of the Company! Listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 74, Bug Hunt, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. 
much like work for my taste. Pipe down, you guys. Hey, wait a minute. This is work. I mean, we are employed on this ship, you know. We're under strict orders from Captain Hancock to search these crates to find this stash of 90-year-old oil booze. But, um, how do we even know what to look for? Uh, I mean, um, how will we know it when we find it? We there must be dozens of crates of oil and booze. What is so special about this stash of the Capitans, eh? It's very specific. It's a brand called Merlon de Mucho. Or Merlon de Mucho. Something like that. That could almost be French. Nah, sounds Spanish to me. Perhaps it's Martian. How in space do you deduce that, Zimtron? It has a funny name, and in my experience, anything with a funny name is either, um... French or Martian. Simple as that. Watch it, fat boy. That was too close to being an insult to us, the French peoples. Well, for once, it wasn't meant to be. But I can try and think of one, uh, if you like. Oh, okay then. Hey, just a minute. Why, you... Now, boys, that's enough. Let's just get back to the search, okay? Oh, all right. We, we shall keep searching. I must know what this beverage really is. French or Martian? I'm telling you, it's Martian. It has to be. Did... Did, um... You guys hear that? Hear what, Zimtron? That! We oui, I heard it. But what is it? I don't know what it is, but I do know that I don't like it. Could it be the wind? We're in space and on an enclosed spaceship. How could it be the wind? How should I know? I am just a mere barista bot. I know nothing of such things. You're not even a very good barista. I was programmed to be a barista manager, which means I don't need to know a lot about being a barista, just how to boss people around. Well... You must have finished at the top of your class in that area, then. I did. Hey, now wait a minute. Zintron, you... you... fatted. Boys, boys, please. Enough with the bickering. Can we get back to work here? There it is again. Ah! I saw it! I saw it! Exactly what did you see, Lynx? Can you describe it? Yes. Was it a, a Martian? I've said it before, Zimmy. It bears saying again. Shut up, Zimtron! Now tell us, Lynx, what did you see? What did it look like? It looked like that! Ah! I want my mommy! Oh! Kill it! Kill it! Oh, my electronic gods! It's... 
horrible. I didn't see it. What the heck is it? It had two heads and legs everywhere. It's definitely a, a, a Martian then. Zimtron, give the Martian thing a rest, will ya? There, did you see it? I, I do see it. It's just standing there, staring us down. It's, it's a space bug. Oh no. Is it a Martian space bug? Who knows? Those things get into everything. What shall we do, Punch? Kill it! Kill it! It ran away. It went under those crates. It could be anywhere. You assume there is only one, mon ami. You, you mean there could be more of them? I'm out of here. Now calm down, Zimmy. There are ways to deal with these things. There's no need to panic. We just need to stay calm. You can stay calm. I am going to panic. <laughs> what a whim. Okay, Frenchie. So, what is your solution then? Elementary, my dear Zintron. We are currently docked at a space servicing station. We we are. I mean, yes, that's correct. And so, easy, mon ami. Surely they have a pest control department. We punch. We links. I, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, of course they would. I, I mean, they should. It's worth giving them a call to find out. Then do it, Punch. That way, uh, they can come and blast the little buggers into tiny, indistinguishable, harmless bits um, with extreme prejudice. Tell them to bring an arsenal of them. No, a whole army. That might be a little overkill, Zimmy, but sure, I'll give him a call. I mean, when you think about it, what is life all about, eh, Prenti? Oh, who can say, sir? It just seems so pointless to me. I mean, you go about your business, boot up every day to the unending tedium of work, routine tasks, Recharge, sleep, repeat. I mean, what can be said about it? I mean, to be or not to be, eh? To... to be or not to be. That is a question. It makes no bleeding sense. Where did that saying even come from? Uh, Shakespeare, I believe, sir. Shakespeare. Oh, yes, that pompous windbag from centuries back. Hamlet, indeed. He is known as the greatest writer, well, ever, sir. Greatest writer? Really? Him? I mean, better than Tolkien? Marginally, sir, yes. Better than Tolstoy? Well, there's no real comparison in literate circles, sir. Better than the likes of, I don't know, Michael Hyde? Um, to each his own, sir. Oh. Just listen to us, Prentice. Droning on about literature all day instead of zooming about the cosmos looking for hidden treasures. All because we have to sit here in this bot-forsaken space service station waiting for a part that's probably no bigger than your left thumb but costs an arm and a leg, I'll wager. What, sir? What? Are you deaf, Prenty? I mean, do I really have to repeat myself? All of it? No. No, Captain. I mean, what would you wager? I mean, it may cost an arm and a leg, and 
may be smaller than my left thumb, so what body part would you wager? If I were you, Prenti, I'd hope that I don't wager any body parts you don't get round to using very often, eh? Oh, I'm bored. I think I'll take a walk around the ship, just to relieve the monotony. Oh, good idea, sir. <laughs> That'll calm your nerves. Will it, Prenti? Care to wager any body parts on it? So, um, you guys are the exterminators, huh? Clouds, Tobok, and Weaver. At your service, sir. Let's start getting things set up. Hey, Tobok. Aye, Captain. Uh, may I ask where Weaver is? I, I mean, you introduced yourselves and your partners if, if you were all present, but I only see the two of you. Oh, are you mad or something? Or perhaps suffering from space sickness, my boy? Weaver is right over there. He... he is. I, um... I don't see him anywhere. Poor fellow. Suffering from the sickness, then. Disk, disk, disk. Can't help with that. Come with up. Let's find these bugs. Daddy ho! Never mind him, sir. Weaver died tragically in a mutant bug hunt some odd years ago. They were very close, you see. And the poor buggers near gotten over it. Still thinks Weaver's with us on every bug hunt. I see. Probably best you just play along, eh? Right you are. I'll, uh... I'll just play along. <laughs> Ooh. Good thinking. Now, let's find these bugs of yours, eh? Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? Damn it. Jingo! You called, Captain? Yes, of course I called Jingo. Isn't it obvious, considering you answered me? Uh, what can I do for you, sir? You can start by telling me what these multi-armed, double-headed, silvery things are scurrying all over my ship. Oh, well, you see, Captain, Administrator Punch found some bugs on the ship. They should be harmless. Harmless? They look as if they could eat me whole, Jingo. No, they're just cute little critters. I'm sure they mean no harm. Anyway, Punch has called the station exterminators to come and check it out. I'm sure they'll take care of the situation, Captain. What by the moon and the stars was that, Jingo? Oh, that's just the exterminators, sir. Just taking care of business. Taking care of business? It sounds like they're wrecking my ship. And that will put me out of business. You know what they say, sir. If you want to make an omelette, you gotta break some eggs. Another of these ridiculous sayings I've never heard of. Was I born under a rock? Come to think of it, I may have been. Hmm. Captain? Just pondering, Jingo. You know, I suffer from amnesia. Really, sir? Yes. Can't remember a thing earlier than ten years ago. No idea what happened to me. Strange, eh? Oh, very strange, Captain. Anything I can do to help? Yes, 
As a matter of fact, there is, Jingo. Just name your poison, sir. Get those exterminators off my ship. But what about the bugs, Captain? <sighs> After they've killed all the little buggers, of course. I don't know. Help them, Jingo, if you can. Make yourself useful while we're on this unscheduled furlough. Aye, Captain. I'll see if they need any assistance. Yeah, <sighs> Off to bed, I think. Just want this day to be over. Sure, he's sane enough to do this job? Oh, he'll get the job done. Not to worry, laddie. We've got them on the run. <laughs> Round them up, Mr. Weaver. This is making me very nervous. Is all this violence and destruction really necessary? Violence and destruction are always necessary, laddie. Oh, boy. This may have been a mistake. Now, now, calm down. We've got it all well in hand. There's the Queen. The day is ours, Mr. Weaver. Destroy her, and the rest will simply commit suicide. Are you sure about that? You doubt me, sir? It just seems a bit, I don't know, too easy. I mean, seriously, the rest of the colony of space bugs will kill themselves if their Queen dies. Never heard of that. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, excuse me, old boy, but have you spent the last 30 years hunting bugs? Hmm? Have you? Have you done? Well, no, but... Were you trained at the Royal Exterminators Academy of Vartek 4? Well, of course not, but... but... <laughs> then, my dear fellow, stand back and allow the professionals to do their work. Namely, Clance, Tobok, and Weaver. Tally ho! Did. did it work? Are they all dead? is happening here it's finally set in laddie it finally hit him he's just come to terms with mr weaver's death after all these years poor fella that's all fine and good but what about the bugs the little buggers are dead they're dead long leave the king <laughs> Oh. oh, and that'll be one hundred and 
50,000 space dollars. The cash, if uh, you please. Oh, okay. What? Next time on Robots of the Company. Well, well, well. Would you look at this, Prentice? What a sad bunch of bots. I mean, you'd think they'd be thrilled to see their old captain alive and well again, after having been lost for months on an unknown planet. All right, Hancock. I've come for you. Get your yellow hiney out here and face me. You know, it's not really yellow. It's more of a sort of fleshy peach colour. How the hell would you know that, Prentice? Have you been looking? Well, I assume it's the same colour as your face, sir. Or am I mistaken? I mean, what colour is that? Well, yes, of course it's the same colour as my face. Well, well, just never mind what colour it is, Prentice. Get your minds on other parts of my anatomy, thank you very much. Other parts? Hmm. been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 74, Bug Hunt, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred in order of appearance, David Alt as Captain Hancock, Victor Aurelius as Prentice, Dennis Mason as Jingo, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, David Schutz II as Krantz, and Dave Weaver as Tobok. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Patty Leish. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director, Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by that same guy, Jonathan Patrick Russell. And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. However, if you ask nicely, I'm sure they'll let you air it somewhere. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. I think you know how to spell that, right? And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so. And it is very much encouraged. Write to us, please. We want to hear it from you. You, right there, listening. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Anyway, send us an email at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That is darkbuilding spelled out with the numeral 1 at yahoo.com. It's easy. We were hunting space bugs during the making of this audiogram. Join us next time as Season 8 continues with Episode (laughs) 5. Or 75, whatever you prefer. And that will be entitled A Fistful of Robots. It's a good one. So believe it or believe it not, but you won't want to miss it. Until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you nicely to please stay tuned. And hey, spread the word. Help us support the show by promoting it on your Facebook page, on your Twitter, on your Tumblr. I don't care what. Send it through mind mental contact with somebody. But tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone about this show. Thank you. Robots of the Company. It's in the program. This program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. 
The journey continues. The traffic! The boss! The baby! The baboon! That does it! A.D., take me away! Lose your cares in the luxury of a warm audio drama. A.D. softens the calluses on your soul, leaving you feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, and fragrantly sonic world of audio drama. It's like no other aural experience. Audio drama. I love it. Pamper your soul with an audio drama. Nurture yourself in narrative. A.D. Now with dynamic panning crystals. Available on the Mutual Audio Network or wherever aural narratives are sold.